All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Good morning, podcast people. Welcome to A Better Answer, and I can actually say good morning. Because we're recording in the morning. Yeah, instead of our usual 4 p.m. Yeah, you're going to get an energetic me and Nick. It's going to be so energetic. So great. Except I don't have coffee or water. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Is that the Ezekiel bread? Uh, Yeah, that was Ezekiel bread with peanut butter. It was Mm -hmm. welling up inside of me. Did you eat it today? It erupted into a... a, uh, Yeah, I did. You know it's July and I haven't tried that yet. Oh, I feel like uh, I feel like you. Feel like those are the words you said, but I feel like it was yeah. It's more about <laughs> I, I haven't actually brought hmm. you any yet. Okay, I will work on fixing that. Can I say that? Yes. Yeah, you okay. can work on fixing that. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Kyle, a long time ago, always came at me for not eating breakfast, which I didn't eat breakfast today. You should do breakfast. <laughs> and he always bragged about mm-hmm. the fact that he every morning had a. Two slices of Nehemiah bread. Yeah. Which can we at least all agree that sounds weird? Yeah. With peanut butter on it, right? Yeah. Totally. Okay. So, and he promised he would get me a loaf and I guess peanut butter too. (laughs) So I could try it. But it's in, we're in July. He said by the end of the year. So he still has. Some things get better the longer you wait. You know, that's, I think that's how it's going to be. I don't you're know. Gonna, I feel you're like going to finally taste it. And you're like, I think oh my gosh, I, this is even better than I thought. I think I accidentally called it uh, Jeremiah bread to somebody the other day. That's <laughs> just what my brain goes to. <clears throat> well, here we are. It's in the, it's the morning and it's, would you say it's, you feel more joyful because it's in the morning instead of 4 PM? J- yeah. Today. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just today. Okay. Well, so, some days, some days, like, like some days get better. Yeah. And some days get worse the farther they go. Oh, that's, okay. that's life. Let's hope this keeps it good. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I was talking to my daughter. <clears throat> we went to King's Island, which is the giant amusement park. That's fun. For the first yeah. time uh, a couple weeks ago. And a few days afterwards, my nine year old daughter, <laughs> I thought this was brilliant. Um, her first time riding roller coasters was at King's Island. And she said, dad, life is kind of like a roller coaster. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? She's like, well, it's really funny. Like this year we've had really great things happen <clears throat> and really bad things happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really close together. Like yep. mom yep. fractured her hip, but then we also got a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and I just said, well, maybe that's kind of how life works, yep. whether we want it to or not. It's yep. this mixture of triumph and joy and pain and disappointment Mm. and you don't really get to determine what goes where and the sequence or the frequency of it all that's kind of how it works right Right. Um, at least on the the pain and difficulty part Um, on the joy part i think we might have more control over that one than we think we do Mm. well you have a smart daughter and you said we have more control over joy than you think we do right okay i think think we that we do well Kyle, I find joy to be elusive <laughs> yeah, and confusing. In Galatians, it says that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Right? And okay, so I believe in Jesus, yep. which means I have the Holy Spirit, yep. to which the verse refers to, right? 
Huh? Okay. So that means it should be a naturally bubbling over in me, right? Like, so there's all, it also says love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Why don't you read it? Read, read the... Okay. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Uh, that's all I have pulled up. So there's probably okay. more. Um, but like, okay, I can, I can see the love in my life. I can see how I love people more. I can see the peace, right? Yeah. Moving towards peace. How it's a naturally, like, if it's growing, if fruit has to grow and everything, I see that happening in my life. Patience, yes, kindness. I see those things happening. Joy is one where I'm like, uh, hello? Where are you? Yeah. And so it's frustrating. I really haven't even, like, I don't even think about it, to be honest. So this okay. week, so to let you into how I came to this um, topic idea, <clears throat> this weekend, Mm-hmm. Sarah and I were supposed to go camping. Yeah. We decided not to. Uh, because... That, that makes... It's July. It's so that makes... <laughs> that might well, be a good idea. Well, Did that increase your joy <laughs> then? Is that where you're going? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Alex, um, you know, the bread guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he planned it. He did a great job. But we looked at our calendar and we were gone the first weekend of July. Yeah. We would be gone this weekend and we'd be gone the next two. Oh. And we were like... No, that's, that's a lot. not good for us. Not good for our family. Yeah. Um, Alex, you did a great job planning it. We made so it. So good, decision. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was like one of your loaves of bread I haven't tried. Yeah. It was so great. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, when he brings you a loaf of bread, yeah. you have to bring me... Ezekiel Nehem- bread? It's, uh, it's not Nehemiah bread. Nehemiah oh, Jeremiah. Why you, you got like me? every single Old Testament <laughs> prophet except for the right one. That's funny. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I I'll give you some Hosea bread. I will. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, Bible jokes so good. So, when he brings that in, you have to bring uh, uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel bread. Yeah. Okay. So, what was I saying? Camping. Camping. We decided not to go because we haven't been home. Okay. And when we recharge, it's usually a Saturday. Uh, Chuck did a great job talking about limits. One of our limits is we got to have a day together, like a full day, kind of like just empty. Yep. Um, filled with fun things that we do. So my, so Alex actually encouraged me. He said, I want you to push into joy this weekend. Cause I've been, I've been talking to the guys I meet with that. I don't know how to find it. I don't, it's difficult. And, um, he asked me to look at times in my life or things that I do that bring me joy. And like, I sat there, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. And that was frustrating and yeah. difficult. And I was like, and it was insightful. Like, I actually don't really know what brings me joy. Uh. Um, so I thought about it and I realized like curiosity, exploring, um, open space to just kind of be brings me joy. Like those things, creating those stuff can bring me joy, but it's often hard for me to get into because there's a initial hurdle like, Oh, to create, I have to sit down with like some materials and use them instead of not doing that. So yeah. that's that's been the hurdle. Um, so I'd love to talk about that. How to like how to pursue and grow in joy, um, or maybe even what is joy. But yeah, I think we need to start. Yeah, to start there with 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 what is joy. Great, because like I said, I, I really do think we have more control over it than we than we think. Yeah, and I also think that we miss what the Bible says is joy. Okay, so okay. here's the way that I think about it. I think there are a couple of types of joy. And both are great. Yeah. Okay. And and somebody else might have a different framework. There's seven types of joy or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is just a really simple look wow. at it. 
there is circumstantial joy. That's okay. the first type. So <clears throat> let me explain that one first. Okay. Circumstantial joy is the kind of joy that most of the world understands joy to be. So I'm right. happy when when something happens. These yeah. things happen. So. And again, this is a good, I'm not knocking this kind of joy. It's a mm-hmm. great kind of joy. I love it. I want more of it. So I'm happy when I'm with my friends or I'm spending yeah. time with my kids or I go on a great vacation or a great mm-hmm. trip or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. the the issue with circumstantial joy is that it's it's kind of unpredictable. Yeah. Um, because those same friends, sometimes they bother you. Right, right. And your kids sometimes need stuff from you. It's not actually a joy to be around them all yeah, the time. Yeah, And sometimes you go on that great trip to that national park, but it rains the whole week. Right. Or your room is messed up or your car breaks down and get a flat tire. I mean, I know all, I right. go through my head as I'm even saying these things. I'm thinking of real examples that either happened to me or friends or whatever. That's circumstantial joy. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes life clicks together and it's all great. Now, I do think circumstantial joy is a great kind of joy to pursue and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I'd, I'd add on here is hobbies. I think as yeah. adults, we really diminish the value totally. of having a great hobby that you 100%. just enjoy doing. That's been whatever's a, fun. Escape and yeah, do it. That's been a battle. That's for me also past, healthy for you. Past six months, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good kind of joy, okay? Right. Now, when the Bible talks about joy, it's not talking about that kind of joy. Okay. It's The Bible doesn't point us to that kind of joy. Again, it doesn't diminish it. it it'll it'll even sometimes celebrate it as as good. Okay. Um, for sure, when everything clicks together and it's a harvest season and everything's, enjoy it, throw a feast, have parties, it's going to be great, right? Okay. But the the... Other kind of joy is the higher, better joy that I think most of us miss. Okay. Because we don't see it as different. Okay. Got it. And that kind of joy, I would say, is the joy of the Lord. Okay. Got it. Which is a phrase used in the Bible. Yeah. And that verse you read from Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. it's talking about that kind of joy. Okay. It's not saying, hey, if you'll just have this great relationship with God and the fruit of the Spirit, then when you go on vacation and 10 miles down the road, you get a flat tire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, you get horribly sick the next day, you'll just be happy about it. No, of course not. Of course you're not going to be happy about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, The joy of the Lord, I would define as the outcome of a tight and right relationship with God. Tight and right. Tight and right. <laughs> Make it real easy to remember. Yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> the outcome. Yeah. Now, most of us pursue joy as the beginning of the equation. I'm after joy. So I'm going to create circumstances, right. circumstantial joy, right. and, that I think will lead to me experiencing joy. Again, nothing wrong with that, but it's unpredictable. The world's broken. doesn't always happen that way. Okay. Okay, but this is not... You don't get this joy of the Lord by pursuing joy in this exact moment. You okay. get it by pursuing a tight and r- right relationship with God. Okay, got it. So far, uh, okay. my initial can I? I'll, I'll tell you my initial reaction. Just yeah. like truly where I'm at. I I hear that, <clears throat> and I go, "Well, that sounds weak and less desirable than being happy all the time." <laughs> I'm just, and I'm just being real with you. Like, and I think some yeah. people, like there's people listening who are here with me. It's like, but, but Kyle, I want to do things that make me feel joy or happy. 
Yeah. I want to make change things in my life to make sure that can happen all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I get that hard things will happen, but everything else in my life should be designed for that. That's where I'm at. It's kind of like I hear that and go, okay, so there's this cloudy mist of joy somewhere that I'm supposed to. I'm going to settle for less than. Because what I really want is a life where everything's perfect all the time. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, you're not going to have that. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) You're not going to have that. Okay. You will someday. There's all kind of Bible verses about the someday. Right. And the someday after this life is all the time, always on joy. That's, That's really clear. That is, but yes. the but the right now is not going to be that. It will rain on the one day mm-hmm. you have at the beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. It just will. You will get sick when yeah. you don't want to get sick. Right. You will get the flat tire. Now, sometimes you won't, and you'll have this amazing moments of joy, mm-hmm. and everything will work, and it'll be great. Again, <clears throat> circumstantial joy, nothing wrong with it. Yep. But if you base, joy is a need you have. Mm-hmm. You need joy. Okay. And if you seek to fill your joy container only with circumstantial joy, you will never fully experience it. Now, the joy of the Lord, think about it this way. A lot of us have this kind of underlying uh, base level emotional state and I would say emotional, spiritual state, really, that is the background noise of our life. It's mm. the foundation floor. It's the uh, you if you if you just kind of took my temperature at any random day of the time time <clears throat> day of the week. Right, right. This is what you'd get. And a lot of us, it's it's like stress. You know, I just yeah. kind of always have low level stress. Yeah. Or low level anxiety. Insecurity. Or low level insecurity. Or low level unhappiness. All that stuff. Yeah. Is that changeable? Yes, this, what I'm proposing to mm. you with Joy of the Lord, I said replaces that okay. and becomes an always on constant level of joy in your life to where the background noise of your life isn't anxiety, it's joy. Okay. That's okay. the joy of the Lord. Okay. So now that that's more attractive. <laughs> it's what you've been I want missing. And, I, and what I know people that when you walk into the room, like their, their natural joy. Uh-huh. You feel like special, yeah, and loved. Like we were, we were, Sarah and I were going for a walk yesterday um, through Marymount, and we walked by just a couple with a dog that looked like a little puppy. Yeah, um, and <clears throat> just like I was planning to say hi, like hi, hi, how you doing? But the guy like smiled really brightly at us and was like, uh-huh. "Hey, how are you guys doing?" And then we just we you know interacted and kept walking. But I remember afterwards, like, wow. I loved that. <laughs> uh-huh. And I want that. I want to be that guy. Well, and that guy might have just been in a, in a gr- ha- great happy moment. Right. Maybe right before that he hit the lottery, right? right? right. Or maybe he's a guy who carries around the joy of the Lord and, he, right. and that is his every his every day. Okay. And and again, that's where I think we can get if you look at this as the joy of the Lord is the separate thing from circumstantial joy and you put as much effort into attaining that kind of joy, joy of the Lord as you do circumstances, mm-hmm. if not more okay. right, and, right. And, and this is um, this is possible mm-hmm. for everyone who follows Jesus this is not territory for spiritual elites this is not you know some unattainable crazy right. whatever right. gifting that only some of us get to the verse you read about the fruit of the spirit this is everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who has a rela- who has received Jesus gets the spirit and everybody who gets the spirit gets access yeah to the fruit of the spirit including joy but again it's it's a tight and right relationship with God so if you go okay. well, well I believe in Jesus I believe in the Holy Spirit I believe I have the Holy Spirit inside of me why well, don't I have joy inside of me 
Um, well, because you're not tight and right with God in some way. Well, dang. That's that's why. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> that sucks. I know that's I know that's harsh. Yeah. Um, and so forgive me if that if that feels really harsh. I don't mean to. Sting I'm ready anybody, to walk out I, of this room. <laughs> <laughs> so upset right now. Uh, but I do want to <clears throat> give be as honest as I possibly yes. can and, and kind of pull no punches. Right. Um, and I you know I might be wrong. Let's also say that in, in this moment, but. Mm. In my experience, if you're asking me for my advice, what do I see? What do I experience? It's it's this. If you are not tight and right with God, you will not experience the fruit of the Spirit. You won't experience patience. Yeah. You won't experience joy. Okay. You won't experience faithfulness. That'll be a struggle for you. All those things become so much harder because the Holy Spirit is not some magical download you get. Uh-huh. That, like, I just, well, I, I got it. It's an app. I installed it on my system hardware, and now I have it. No, right. it's a relationship with a person. Mm. The Holy Spirit is a person. who provi- The person who can provide that kind of joy. Yes. Yeah. And if you're not talking actively throughout your day or your week with the Spirit, with mm. God, inviting Him in, asking Him, seeking Him, all, y- you won't experience yeah. it. So let me give you... Um, where Jesus talks about both the Holy Spirit and joy, because this is really, really significant. Can I insert one one thing? Yeah. Okay. So to be clear, what I hear from you is uh, aiming for a life of happiness or perfection, how I want it, will miss the mark Yeah. and will fall short of a truly joyful life. You cannot manicure your life to the point where it's joy, joyful all the time. Right. You can't do that. Okay, I'll tell you that is where I'm feeling convicted right now. Yeah. So go for it. You can't do that. Um, Jesus talks about joy in a few different pr- places in the Bible. He will do parables where it co- sort of ends with joy. Um, there's a whole bunch of things we can go there, but I think the most helpful one is to look at what he says in John 15. Mm-hmm. This is part of, John 15 is part of a collection of about four or five chapters in John that he gives his disciples at the Last Supper. So the moment where he breaks the bread and the wine, does that whole thing, right before he goes and gets arrested. There's these these few hours, is yeah. how I read it, in between there, kind of after dinner where he's teaching them. And he's giving mm-hmm. these monumental teachings. He's preparing them for him leaving. And he basically is trying to convince them of what to do and how if they do what he says, it will actually be better that mm-hmm, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And the crux of his argument for why it will be better is that they'll get the Holy Spirit. Mm. Okay? Okay. So he he goes into all that stuff in John 16. You can you can read it. Um, and it's it's this like huge promise mm-hmm. of the work of the Holy Spirit, how you're going to get the Holy Spirit, how we'll do greater things in him because yeah. of the Holy Spirit. It's yeah. This whole thing. Okay? In John 15, right Right in the context of this, you're going to get the Holy Spirit for the Spirit. Okay. okay. He says, uh, John 15, 11, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. So that's exactly what you want. Yes. You want joy that remains in you, yes. right? So these things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Okay. Oh, the, Jesus is promising exactly what we want. Right. Full joy. <laughs> Yeah. That, all, that we always have. It remains yes. in us. Okay, yes. cool. Well, so so how, Jesus? Right, right. Well, again, context clues, the very beginning of the sentence, these things I have spoken to you, that, my joy. Okay, so what were these things he spoke? Well, yeah, what were they? What would he say? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, right before this in John, John 15, 1, he talks about being a vine. Okay. And he talks okay. about us as branches. Yeah. 
And his whole thing, his whole thing with that metaphor is that we would remain yep. in him. Okay. That's the picture. He goes, hmm. I'm a vine and you're a branch. If you will remain in me, if you will stay attached to me, yeah, then you will experience my closeness. Again, joy okay. is an outcome okay. of a tight and right relationship. The right. tight part is the idea of remaining in him. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, you know, you might say, that's a weird metaphor because a does a branch choose to remain attached to a to a vine in a tree? If you just think about trees in your yard or wherever, if you're looking out a window right now, is that it doesn't seem like it is. But in this metaphor, Jesus is is saying it's on us. Yeah. Seemingly yeah, yeah. we have a responsibility and a choice Got it. as to whether we stay attached and mm. continue to receive life, including joy, from him, or whether we live a detached life. We become that branch that maybe cracks off and maybe right. it's hanging in the rest right. of the branches. Like it still kind of looks like it's in the tree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we get confused because we're like, we're in the tree. But why are no we- leaves or anything, yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're <clears throat> broken off. Right. You're not connected. Now he also says in other places in scripture that he's very happy to graft branches right. back in. Right, okay? right, So this isn't a lost forever situation. Right. Um, but he gives us that that part. Okay, so that's the, that's yep. the tight part. Mm-hmm. Right after this, then, these things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may may be full. That's 11. Verse 12, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I've loved Hmm. you. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. What an odd thing to say right after he's like, I want you to have full joy. And I'm saying all this stuff right now so that you'll have it. So I just talked to you about remaining, being tight. I'm going to tell you about being right. This is what I want you to do next. Okay. Okay. And he goes into this, again, this monumental, seminal, quoted for the last two <laughs> millennia more than just about any other human words ever spoken. Greater love has no one than this than to mm. lay down one's life for his friends. And it's like, th- this, is the, this is the key to joy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remain in him. Right. Be right with him or be tight with him. And then be right with him by doing the thing that he asked. Yeah. Not just try to remain close to him, but not follow him. Right. Do what he asked you to do. And and in this moment of giving your life away and laying down your life for your friends, it turns out that that's where you're going to find this always on, constant, uh, better than background noise, Mm -hmm. joy that you can experience in your life. Okay. Well, I mean, (laughs) you, you drive a pretty good argument, I will say. So what I'm taking away from this is there's something, I'll be honest, there's something in me. It's like, I can craft the perfect life. I don't know where that comes from. We all think we can. Right. And so, and it's been sold to me and I've, I've like stepped into believing it. So I, I actually hear some work I need to do to remove that, um, in -hmm. prayer, go like bring that to God and be like, all right, time to uproot this thing in me that isn't of, of, of God and remaining in, in Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so the second thing, remaining in him, I got I to gotta be connected with him, right? You have to. And then follow him, which means to love others really, really well. Really Serve people. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'll say, you know, again, God's happy when we plan vacations. Yeah. And we seek <clears> the <throat> circumstantial joy. I, he's, he's totally great with that. There's not like a, yeah. you know, live like a monk and, you know, never try to be happy <laughs> or go out and hang out with your friends or whatever. No, right. please do that. That's that's great. There's there's, right. there's real beauty in life there. Yeah. But if that's your source of joy, it will fail you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the world's broken. Yeah. Um, and on this other side, I'll also say this is the kind of stuff that, I see in scripture that is true 
and it's so simple to see and understand. Yeah. And yet I know <clears throat> many of us listening and myself included, I'll say we, we want, we want there to be a different answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is God's best answer. Yeah. That's why this is a better hands podcast, right. as far as I can tell anyway. <laughs> right. But we still want a different answer. We want it to be like, yeah, but what would I do, God, yeah. to make sure that everything I want to have happens, uh-huh. happens? Right. Like, how do I do that, though? Is, right. there a, is there a kind of prayer I can pray or is there a way I can trick you to right. like make you like me and have everything go perfect? Which that's the law-based system that Jesus mm. came to abolish. He's yeah. like, yeah, I, I showed you guys and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. So here's a here's what I'm telling you. I want to be close to you. Right. And I want you to follow me in loving other people. If yeah. you do these things, you will experience a constant growing mm-hmm. level of joy in your life. You'll still have disappointment. Stuff will still break. This doesn't this isn't the cure all for when you get the flat tire and when you get sick and all yeah. that stuff. It's just to say, what if what if that stuff happened, but rather than that that sitting and piling on top of a constant level of anxiety in your life, what if that hit and landed on a constant foundation of joy? Mm-hmm. Do you think that experience, as difficult as it is, would be better for you? Yeah. Because C- it would, you know? Right, right, right. That's the offer of, of Jesus. Totally. Well... Awesome. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to work on this. I would love you guys listening, figure out where you're at, figure out, are you where I'm at? Where you actually just, you believe you can have a perfect life. And it takes some work to look into that. Like I'm saying that out loud, but I I have, I had to discover that nobody goes around and like, I believe I can have a perfect life. Right. Um, check. Are you connected to him? Are you staying, uh, connected to the true vine? And then are you following him? Serving yeah. others, loving others. So, so incredibly yeah. simple. Sorry to disappoint you with the simplicity, but that's, <laughs> that's Jesus. Yeah. So we love you guys. We will see you next week. Bye.